Hey, thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of the Weekend Barbecue Guru Show. I'm your host, Larry Brake, coming to you from sunny, sunny Georgia. Although there is uh, rain in the forecast, uh, looks like it's going to be clear today. We've got some good things to talk about, the 4th of July coming up, and some other things. So we'll take a real quick break and be back with uh this new episode hey all you weekend barbecue gurus the fourth of july is coming up on monday the weekend is for everybody to get their grills hot and fiery and smoky your your uh smokers to be uh Oh, probably low, slow-cooked brisket, low and slow-cooked pork butt. There's all kinds of good things. You know, I talked in past episodes about uh, doing burgers, but uh, I don't know, pulled pork, tacos and sandwiches and things of that nature, nachos, just seem to be... uh, pulling at my uh, attention here it just seems to be kind of uh, kind of the thing to do for a barbecuer uh, but the problem is I don't know about uh, where you're at but uh, finding good quality pork butts now either they are too small especially if you're having a, uh, a you know, company coming in for the holiday, which uh, we are. There's going to be more people, I think, than we normally have over the weekend. So finding the right size at the right price is always the big challenge. Now, finding a good pork butt, you're going to want to look to see if there's bone-in and man, if there is, you really want to uh, marinate and put your rub like round and round so that when that uh, that bone marrow starts melting into the meat that it blends in with your marinade and rub that it just adds so much flavor, it will knock your socks off. That's what we're looking for. We don't want a lot of the... Uh, a lot of the uh, silver skin that sometimes we see on the other side when we buy, like say a brisket or something or or whatever, we want to get rid of that silver skin because it's so tough and so hard to chew that uh, it's basically, uh, I guess it's just membrane and tissue that sticks the uh, muscle to the to uh, whatever bone or, or cartilage or whatever it is. It doesn't taste good, never has. I learned that young, young age to discard that because nobody likes it. Now I say that and there's probably somebody who says, yeah, I really love love that, but it ain't me. Had an interesting discussion where last weekend we are talking about uh, steaks and the different names and such. And we got into the marbling as opposed to the side fat. And my mother-in-law talked about how she liked on her like 
New York Strip, Kansas City Strip. We're talking about the difference. How she likes that fat there on the side, which I really don't. I've always cut it off. And it looks like to me, like from some of the pictures I've seen, the New York steak is different than the Kansas City because the Kansas City strip seems to be more trimmed on the side, less fat. Now, the marbling is different. That's within the meat and it helps with the flavoring. And that's when you render down. That's what uh, really gives you some good flavor mixed in with your rub and marinade. So don't be confused with side fat as with the marbling speckling within the red meat. So I had to educate her a little bit. She had uh, thought she knew, but uh, deep down inside, she had really not ever done it because that really wasn't her forte as far as uh, cooking. I have to tell you here in a few minutes uh, what she would uh, really, really do well. And it's not ribs, it's not brisket but it's uh, enchiladas. There was a day and time that she could like take my brisket or pulled pork and make uh, great, great tamales, enchiladas from them. She is Hispanic and she grew up uh, first, or I guess she was the first generation of her family that was born here in the United States. Both her parents were uh, immigrants from uh, Mexico, so she definitely knows the authentic, the authentic way to make uh, Mexican food. And it's not like what you see in the restaurants. That basically is Tex-Mex, not necessarily authentic Mexican menus. So remember that, enjoy your Tex-Mex, but if you really, really want to taste Mexican cuisine, you need to go there and go to a small town where it's not really touristy and see what the locals really, really eat. I was actually uh, shocked what, uh, you know, the, the true Mexicans uh, love, and it's uh, different. It's not the Tex-Mex. It's not what you see. So take that into consideration when you uh, say, I love Mexican food and take it from me. It's entirely different, but it's very, very good. Very, very tasty. Sometimes it's a little hot, spicy wise, but for the most part, you will, you will really, really like it. It's basically uh, beans and rice, tortillas, uh, some eggs and some potatoes and the meat is probably more like, uh, oh, fajitas probably. That would probably more be more close to a, uh, a true Mexican cuisine. So take it from me, from my experience, married life, that uh, when you have fajitas, you're basically having the true Mexican cuisine. But uh, this is, hey, this is the 4th of July, the independence from uh, Great Britain we celebrate here. Traditionally hamburgers and dogs, but I think I am going to go basically more with uh, the pulled pork. Maybe 
or slap a rib or two. I don't know, man, that's so expensive anymore. Uh, prices have really, really escalated uh, for no apparent reason. But uh, I don't know what's going on. Uh, it doesn't seem right. Nobody likes it, but it is what it is. I guess there's consequences to who you vote for. So, man, let's get to it here. Pulled pork for the 4th of July. There's going to be at least seven, eight people maybe, maybe nine, maybe eight uh, here. So I will have to probably do a couple of uh, four to five pounders because you got to remember some people eat more, some people eat less, and you always want leftovers for through the week. So we'll get a good bone in and I'm going to probably do a Boston butt. If they're not available, I'll go to the picnic, but uh, I like the Boston butts because they seem to be, I don't know, more towards what I want. The, uh, nothing wrong with the picnic, but the preferences, the Boston butts, what, uh, I'm going to look for and I'm going to do it with my Caribbean jerk marinade. And with my uh, Cajun uh, rub. And I'm going to marinate it overnight. And then early in the morning, get that old grill or a smoker uh, uh, fired up with uh, some charcoals. And I still have some apple wood. I may throw in some uh, oak, something light because it's pork. And if I decide to do chicken, well... That will make it even uh, more uh, tasty. Chicken and pork are basically uh, the white meat. So you want the lighter uh, smoke, whereas beef is uh, thicker and darker. And you want to maybe do the hickory, mesquite, things like that. You could, you know, you could throw in some, some fruit just to give it a little bit of a, a, a milder but uh, as far as the, the chicken and pork, you want to go with uh, like the fruit wood or even oak. It uh, really enhances uh, your, your flavoring when you uh, smoke it uh, mixed with your uh, rub and marinade. So, you know, chicken wings sound pretty good too. But uh, you would probably want to grill those, smoke them for just a little bit, and then foam on the high heat. They don't take long to get done because there's... They are uh, so uh, small and there's not much, uh, I guess, meat as far as to, as far as meat to uh, cook. Uh, there's nothing wrong with uh, chicken wings. Gosh, I can think of uh, all, many, all different kinds of ways to, to prepare them. Uh, you can do it with the Buffalo Wild Wings way or you can smoke them. You can, with the offsets, like uh, have your, have your uh, heating chamber going pretty hot, your uh, fire really, really hot, and then offset into your cooking chamber, like as far as you can away from, uh, uh, I guess up by your chimney, far away from the uh, heat as you can, and just let the that, uh, heat and smoke uh, flavor and cook your uh, wings. Uh, 
and thighs. I mean, there's not much there. Chicken breasts, sometimes those are kind of thick. So problem is the ends can get cooked before the, the middle part of the breast that uh, is thicker. So remember to get your temperature right because you don't want it burn up on the outside and raw on the inside. Those are some of the things that you learn by experience. Uh, chicken wing sounds good. Pulled pork sandwich sounds good. Even uh, the uh, chicken thighs on a skewer sounds really, really good too. There's all kinds of things uh, that you can do. Uh, this weekend, a lot of uh, football. If you uh, follow it through the year, from the NFL to the USFL, then to Canadian. The USFL plays their championship game uh, this weekend on Saturday night. It's going to be Birmingham against Philadelphia. Uh, Birmingham basically ran away with the league. Uh, they beat just about everybody. The uh, Canadian Football League is uh, in full swing now. They are basically uh, in uh, week three. Let me give you my picks. Uh, I'm going to take, uh, well, I guess they're, they are actually uh, in week four. So I'm going to take uh, BC over Ottawa. I'm going to take uh, Hamilton over Edmonton. I'm going to take uh, Saskatchewan over Montreal. And then on Monday, July 4th, Winnipeg is probably going to trounce Toronto. So that's my picks. I think that's what it's going to be. Uh, CFL is a great game. It is uh, three downs only. You have to return punts, kickoffs. And one crazy thing I don't really understand, and I see this see why you do it but uh, I don't know why you would reward a missed field goal that's not run out of the end zone with a point it seems like to me that would be zero you wouldn't get anything but let's say they kick a field goal from oh 30 yards out and the guy misses it and the ball goes out of the end zone past the end line on the, on the uh, far end that's a point to uh, the kicking team they I don't think they should be uh rewarded a point but uh, they are oh well, i didn't make the rules wimbledon is uh, up and going if you uh, like uh, tennis uh quite a bit of rivalry going in the world of golf between the pga and the liv or 54 or whatever it is the saudi backed uh, golf league going to get ugly before it gets better i'm not really sure how uh that's going to uh, play out I think uh, most people have golfers that they uh, follow and watch instead of uh, rooting for a league. Just like uh, people like have their favorite teams, they're not necessarily a league team. However, these football leagues that are springing up, the USFL and the XFL, it's probably going to take time for uh, them to get rooted if they do. Uh, it's going to be hard to, uh, I guess, uh, Going to uh, the uh, spring head-to-head -head like that, fighting for viewers. Not really sure how that's going to uh, play out. I know that uh, 
it gives the players an extra opportunity to uh, make it uh, a chance, make it uh, to the NFL to play. But uh, as far as the talent level, it seems like to me the top players are in the NFL. Next, they're in the CFL. And then after that, right now it's the USFL and then the XFL. So we'll see how things uh, change up, see the talent level of play goes. Now, here's the thing about the NFL and CFL while I'm thinking about it. The CFL guys can adjust and play in the NFL because you had Warren Moon do it. You had Joe Theismann do it. You had uh, Marv Levy uh, coach in the CFL and then go to the NFL. And you saw how well he did uh, with the uh, Buffalo Bills going to the Super Bowl that many straight times, four, I believe. But going from the NFL to the CFL is different because the downs are different. The field is wider and longer. And it's kind of a different feel. It's faster. So even Ricky Williams that played uh, for the Dolphins and the Saints had trouble at Toronto in the uh, CFL. So it's easier to, to, to go from CFL to NFL as opposed to NFL to CFL. So that's kind of one way to look at it. But, uh, hey, it's 4th of July, all kinds of sporting events going on. Enjoy uh, that time. Uh, sides for uh, you want to do uh, if you're going to do the pulled pork, you got to do coleslaw. You've got to do if you're going to do wings, you got to have uh, potato salad. If you're going to do brisket, you got to have like fried potatoes. That's kind of the Oklahoma standard there beef and potatoes mainly fried you don't want to do mashed but you want to do the fried not like french fries but uh, fried potatoes the old-fashioned style uh, in fact uh, there's a great controversy uh, in my house between me my wife and our kids my wife actually likes to the the burnt part where the butter really uh uh, bakes on or cooks on to uh, the potatoes and it kind of sticks kind of a burnt side but uh, I really don't like anything burnt I like it uh, well cooked but I yet I like it uh, where I taste the flavor not the burnt but they like it seems like it so when I do it uh, when I cook it it's my way and when she does it's it's her way so yeah that's kind of the way it goes right if I cook, I'm going to do it my style. If you cook, you're going to do it your style. Because uh, I can't do it your style because uh, I don't know how or your tricks. So it's better that you do it instead of me. Desserts, I think banana pudding is in store. <clears throat> now, when I was a kid, we used to uh, like eat burgers and dogs. And then just before it got dark... We would uh, get a, a watermelon and uh, especially the red meat instead of the, I guess, kind of the orange. I guess you can get orange flavored uh, watermelon, but uh, I really don't like the watermelon. I don't know why. Just to me, it's just, I think I would rather, if I was going to 
choose a fruit, it'd be something besides that. But we would do the watermelon and then watch uh, the fireworks show or we would do fireworks. So that was kind of the tradition, I think. Uh, now I think banana pudding would go better, especially if I'm making it. And maybe, maybe uh, turnovers, apple turnovers, cherry turnovers are good. I think they would go well. They were kind of light, but uh, the banana pudding, man, you can't go wrong with that. In fact, uh, I've added a couple more uh, banana plants, so I'm working on that uh, banana plantation here in Georgia. Got my grapes going well, man. They are, man, they are just going so good. I am just absolutely shocked as the difference in last year and then this year. The crop is just so much bigger, better, and abundant. And it's going to probably be a while before my uh, bananas really, really take off. But uh, I've got one that I had last year that uh, when it got cold, it uh, affected it. So I kind of cut it down. And then it's probably getting close to seven to eight feet tall, which is uh, unbelievable. I mean, I cut it way, way down. And this is sprouted up. So hopefully my other four that I have will uh, start going. They are very, they're small, but that big one, I think I counted three more uh, uh, shoots coming up. So I'm going to have a banana plantation before you know it. Maybe I'll start selling them to the grocery store or to my neighbors, a little extra money, but Hey, enjoy your 4th of July. Enjoy the freedom that, uh, you have to go and just cook uh, on the grill, uh, smoke, whatever you you like. That's a, a good, good getaway from what's going on in the world. You can uh, just enjoy the, the, the outside, the outdoors. And it's just, uh, just the, the true freedom that you have uh, in being a barbecue guru. Not just a barbecue guru, but a weekend barbecue guru. So with that, I will catch you guys later. Have fun and have a happy fourth.